right, continue. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do now. <laughs> Magic's lost. <laughs> right. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> See, what that's a more quotable movie than Step Brothers. Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ron Bergen. Wait, I thought that oh, was yeah. Step Brothers. <laughs> huh? Was that not Step Brothers? Wait, that's all Step Brothers. I'm in a glass cage of emotion. Step Brothers. Okay. Where'd you get a hand grenade? Step Brothers. Uh, Ben, tell me more about now. That's what I call Cinco's Volume One. Or is that that it? Did you have nothing? Wait, what's that? Okay, so you had nothing. Okay, great. (laughs) Oh, so now that's what I call Cinco's Volume One. So in the coming weeks, I propose that for our movie of the week, we randomly assign one of us to choose a category of movie and then we randomly choose one of us to share what they think is the best movie in that category wow that sounds like it fixes a lot of our problems not my alcohol addiction (laughs) (laughs) so i mean surely this this offer has to be something like you know a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred (laughs) dollars How, how much is this? I'd pay you a thousand dollars to fix that problem. How much wow, are the people well, at home gonna pay for this, Ben? Well, wait until you hear the price that I have for you folks today. We're not gonna be charging you the full fifteen ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. We're going with a sweet free ninety nine. That's right, free ninety nine. Call one eight hundred. Wait, how many payments is that? It's Cinco payments of Cinco 99. That's right. <laughs> Call in now and we'll also Wait, throw what? in. <laughs> now I call that Cinco's volume two. <laughs> what? With all of the greatest hits. Such and as... we'll even throw in. Now that's what I call a Cinco Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now that's what I call a Cinco Kwanzaa. Absolutely free. <laughs> Uh, 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 I don't know what Kwanzaa Wait, that, That's Wait. Hava from That's the Jewish one that's oh, I don't know what Kwanzaa music sounds like Kwanzaa Hey Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa With Kwanzaa I shall play Olay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a preview of. <laughs> no, that's Cinco's Christmas holiday version. All right. Well, uh, welcome to another episode of Dust Now Cinco's. Uh, this is episode number forty. Woo, week, we made it to yeah, another ten. I know. This week we will be covering the movie Extraction. That one's the one on Netflix, as well as what we've been doing the last uh, I don't know month and a half now. Uh, Street Shark Season 3, Episode 4, uh, entitled First Shark. Uh, as always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Wow, that, that was it? Uh, oh, I got another thing. Fuck this. Oh. Fuck butts. What do you want <laughs> me to butts. say, David? I don't know, no. I'm so ex- used to having Ben say, I'm Stu. Oh, oh well. That's always This a episode is as old as you, David. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> This You're episode's old. not 50. <laughs> this, this episode is having a midnight discount. No, that, that happened last year. <laughs> That's too much. 
Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know. So, um, outside of our movie of the week, uh, and also catching up on some Street Sharks, what else have you guys been watching, Ben? Uh, I actually haven't had a chance to um, do much this past week. Been busy with some other things. So, uh, hit me up next week where I'm going to talk about Street Sharks, episode six, even though I know it's going to be five, and fuck over everyone else. <laughs> Okay, what about you, Stu? Is that, a, is that a thing that happened? Did I miss I that? It's, it's no going to happen. Okay. It's going to oh, okay. happen. You're planning on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just letting you guys know, just so okay. you can prepare hey, and not be taken. Thanks for the heads up. You're welcome. Um, no, I haven't really been actually been watching too many things. I did watch kind of in the background the other day uh, just because uh, Ace Ventura. Ooh, and then... Uh, the cartoon? I wish. Oh, uh, that should they should have that somewhere. Is that available? I don't know. Um, but now it I want to be on find YouTube it. or something. Oh, okay. Well, and there was that after... episode where it crossed over with the mask. Oh damn! What? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we might have to audible to that after uh, Street Sharks is over. We're we're Wait, we're quit it's, it's on audible. Okay. Okay. Not sponsored by Audible. Ben. Yeah, it's sponsored wow. by Blue Apron. Get Chapter one: Dick's The boxes. mask. <laughs> Jim Carrey enters. <laughs> Enter Jim Carrey, dingy, okay. dingy office, raining outside. Okay. <laughs> Cigarette smoke fills the room. This is my screenplay, by the way. Uh, well, this this sounds like Leslie Nielsen is it's, narrating it's, this. It's yeah, it's the, it's the mask noir. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, but other than that, uh, not really. Just been watching a lot of. I don't know why this is my new thing to have on in the background, but um, Resident Ant- Evil. Anti. No, well, that's always in the background. I'm talking about <laughs> stuff that I don't pay attention to, which is oh yes, um, Resident Evil speed runs. So Ooh, nice three, one, two, all, all kinds. Actually, it, pretty much any whatever like survival horror game. Someone the guy's playing. All I'm watching it. Do they have any like special tricks? I guess kind of like reminiscent of the uh, Super Mario. It depends. Uh, I guess it depends what run they're doing. So what I'm learning a lot about these speed runs is different ones. They can do like glitchless or knife only, no damage, uh, random only, random items, um, all kinds of different runs. Yeah. Wow, knife only sounds very entertaining because I could I never use the knife once. I would just be yeah. like, "Oh, out of ammo, uh, yep, run away, die, and start <laughs> over." <laughs> um, Buy more ammo somewhere actually, else. Something interesting, although this I feel like this is kind of cheating, but like they play a lot on on PC, like remastered versions, and do the knife only. But like apparently, knife at like the higher frame rate does like way more damage than like anything else. So wait, how does that? One? How does that work? All kind like like Resident Evil. I think like the remake, the remake the fr- of the first one for GameCube, or the, oh, the okay. HD remaster. I think. Okay. Something about got the it, boosted frame rates like somehow affects the DPS of the knife. So. Yeah, I actually heard that a lot of uh, remasters had that problem where when they port it over, they don't actually take into account the faster clock speed of the game or something. How it mm-hmm. matches up with the with the console. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue into Kingdom Hearts. So apparently <laughs> when they ported over Kingdom Hearts, the faster clock speed didn't allow you to actually beat a certain boss uh, because of the clock speed not matching the actual in-game clock that would show up for this particular boss. 
you want me to keep going? Not really. Nobody's stopping you, though. Okay, well, so in the beginning, there was the Master of Masters, and the Master of Masters had six disciples, one of them being... Okay, okay you can stop now. Okay. <laughs> I knew he was going to run out of steam pretty yeah. quick. Although, I do have one question. Who's the boss? Yeah. Uh, Who's your boss? Are we Which watching boss? that? Are we gonna watch? Yeah, we're gonna watch who's, who's the, the boss. boss. Yeah. Who's the boss? Okay. I just wanted to state the uh the name of a show just <laughs> randomly. Okay. Who's the uh, Scrubs. Family Matters. <laughs> Full time. All right, all right, let's play this game. All right, we're gonna play this game. Let's play this game. All okay, right, let's do it. Let's all do right. it. All right, go. Sh- show us that your parents wouldn't let you watch Sanford and Sons. Family Matters. Proud family. <laughs> Smart guy. That that wasn't the game, but okay. <laughs> <It's our part. laughs> I think, South Park. Up, I think you made up your own rules there. I always make up my own rules. I don't listen to anyone's rules. I live fast. Okay. I live dangerous. I'm not giving up my gun or my bag. <laughs> or my I'm not head. off this case. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shows that your parents didn't let you watch, season three, episode four. <laughs> Street Sharks is first of- shark opens with a shot as Slamu as president, Ripster vice president. Go. Yeah, my parents didn't let me watch Street Sharks as a kid because of the graphic sex scenes, <laughs> which gratuitous you know, nudity yeah. and political <laughs> and charged political statements. They're not here to stop me now. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, guys, any any key thought for me? What I pulled away from this is Slamu is not my president. Yeah, uh, if you were gonna vote, let's do this. Who's if you were to yeah. vote for Street Shark, who would you vote for? Oh, Ripster. He's you know, natural leader. Huh? I see that. Yeah, Stu. I would go Streaks. He's bring some style to the White House. <laughs> All right, Ben. Has to be Slamu. Shut up. No. <laughs> it has to be. It has why, to be. Why Slamu? He has the vision. He has the drive. He has the American shark people in mind. <laughs> he's more yeah. worried about working out than what happened. Yeah, he's going to make America he's swole again. Yeah. All right. Okay. On. You got my. He got my vote now. Yeah, <laughs> I changed America my vote. Slam again. <laughs> I, I noticed that they they really leaned into this idea that every time they get upset about something, he throws his TV away. Is that because like for for me, I feel like. Their best buy account's got to be gold or platinum. Did Best like Buy even exist back then? I'm sure Best no Best Buy was around in '95. Yeah, this is like '94 though. I think '95. Okay, '92. Okay, fine. His I think you meant City to say Circuit City. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> his good guys or good guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. His good guys account was probably just like, oh, Slimeu destroyed another TV again. All right, here comes another one. Um, what other electronic I, stores were there? Uh, right, Radio Shack. Radio uh, this is the game we should play. <laughs> name, who, name, name uh, the most oldest defunct uh, uh, <laughs> electronic or things from the nineties. Comp USA. Um, oh, oh, I think you win, dude. I, I can't go any further. <laughs> I was gonna say fries, but fries is technically still around. Yeah, but they're like it's a, a shell of itself. Yeah, they're but it's, it's, just like it's me. A <laughs> well, well, okay, all right, all right. Really quick segue. When was the last time you guys stepped into a fries? A long time ago, but I have heard what it has become, and it saddens me. It's a ghost town. I heard. Well, actually, the last time I was there, the uh, 
I was disappointed because like all the places where the PC hardware was, like they just had like pictures of it and nothing, <laughs> nothing there. It was like I want to look you at it. You could buy this if we were still operating as yeah. a store. If you want to buy this, go online like everyone else. Wait, there's pictures wait, of it two days. in like in picture frames or something, so you go back there and reminisce and like touch the photos. And yeah, just... well, it's more like an art gallery where you everyone walks by and kind of ponders it and interprets <laughs> it, and then they walk away. I, I don't want to get too far into this, but there was a video that came out. I think it was around Jan- beginning of January where CS was, and there's this one YouTuber. I'm not. I don't usually particularly follow him, but when I was building my computer, I kind of followed him, and he kind of showed up on my feed. So I clicked on the YouTube video because he was talking about fries. And so he lives in Southern California. He went to his local fries and just was like, dude, it's CES week. There should be like tons of stuff and all that. And I guess that he like got went onto Reddit or something like that. And they apparently one of the employees leaked that they had taken all of these, the inventory and aggregated all of it in the Las Vegas fries. So that way it looked like they were still good for business. Oh, yeah. shit. So the guy flew out that night, red eye flight from LA. Well, not really red eye, red eye, but like, a, like a last minute flight. Him and his wife flew all the way to Vegas, and they shot the video. They walked into the fries completely packed, damn, full of stuff. But it's like older generation stuff, like X ninety nine, um, some of the like older like Sandy Bridge like uh, processors and stuff like that. And then he even pulled one of like the employees and asked, him, was like. Was this how it looked like a, like a couple weeks ago? No, <laughs> a couple weeks ago we we had like maybe four like because he he was talking about his store back in L.A. and he's like, yeah, we went to like the like the computer section, motherboards, two, two <laughs> motherboards, one processor, and it wasn't even the matching one to the actual motherboard in the, in the <laughs> store. They had like two versions of RAM. They had one graphics card, and they were just like, this is the saddest thing they'd ever seen. And I was like, oh, that's what happens with big box stores. You just don't have that anymore. Amazon's taken over. Newegg's taken over. So, yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. Just kind of like, uh, since the last time, I kind of wanted to go into a fries just to see and be like, I guess I could buy some candy to help you guys out, yeah. but I, I really don't need it. Yeah, if you <laughs> need like a washer, dryer, or a refrigerator, I guess you could go there. Yeah, but they were like, man, their, their stuff is like super outdated and everything, so... But yeah, yeah that, that's their fries uh, update. Um, just back to the street sharks. I thought, who thought it was kind of interesting that the street sharks are supposed to be one of the most intelligent animals, or they're supposed to be like more intelligent because they're sharks, and yet they they trust Shrimp Louie right out the gate. Well, they're naive and young. He's and, such a you know. swell guy. Hey guys, I'm so tired. They're, of, they're still of learning about paradigm. the world. Yeah. They're still learning about the world. They got like two other seasons to learn about. <laughs> They're still teenagers. Dumbass teenagers. God damn. Two seasons of this dude trying to kill him. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, trust like dude, like it's a trap. Like, it's like, seriously, how do you not think that? And then when they get trapped, how do they not realize that the floor is concrete? I don't know. Why, why are they, they trying shark- to? They seem to be able to shark dive out of any other material. So why don't they just. <laughs> that they had to dorsal slam their way but they just kept yelling the words dorsal slam like if they didn't know how to dorsal slam if if you don't say it if you don't say it then it doesn't make it so so. just doesn't have any power behind it yeah you gotta you gotta really kind of put your put your voice into it and then uh i guess this ended up becoming kind of like a public service announcement that even a shark can become president yep how does that make you guys feel 
I'd vote for it. If it was on the next election, I'd vote for the shark. Wow. Who could imagine that orange preacher becoming president? That's crazy. Well, maybe it's foreshadowing. Maybe it's not an actual shark. Maybe it's somebody that was on Shark Tank. Nope, nope, nope. Mark Cuban. Nope. I want a literal shark in a tank. Or (laughs) it could be the founder of a shark vacuum. Nope. I don't know what is an actual name. Nope, David, you're not hearing me. I want a shark in a tank. Or in some type of paradigm <laughs> power armor where he's just full of water. We will eat again. We will just eradicate all of the seals yep. on the planet. Yep. I don't know what the shark's platform would truly be, but it'd be probably pretty big. Probably just more more chum. Everyone bring bring more chum. That's all he wants. I don't know uh, why, but it kind of reminisces like I, I'm envisioning a shark giving a speech and for some reason you guys both watch The Office, right? Yeah. I only watch The British what? Office because The American Office. Or... All right. I'm muting Stu. Um, the the uh, the speech that um, Dwight gives at the salesman's conference. Oh, the banging one? The... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that, but in shark form. But with little fins. Correct. Slamming on the podium. We will rise. <laughs> And have a great republic, and then we will stir the chum again. Um, he didn't. But... He didn't do a Hitler thing in that one, did he? Or I can't. No, remember. that was the Hitler thing, where he he's like, "Oh yeah," because uh, Jim gives him a speech inspired by some of the greatest speakers. Oh, uh, okay. And he like gives him the version of like I don't know whatever it was called, but okay, uh, the the Hitler speech. Okay, and they loved it. But, uh, yep. But yeah, I think uh, when this episode first opened up, I was like the fuck did we we become president we like make a run at the white house and slam who's president now and then it's revealed to us that it's a dream and then you know i was i was sitting there going like you know i wouldn't put it past this show to just have suddenly changed the storyline such that that they were in the white house now and that's that's what that's where we're at so i was about i was ready to accept it but then they uh, pulled the rug out from under me since this show has like turned out to be so random, what's the most random thing that you couldn't imagine? Since you, we don't haven't seen the rest of the season yet, they'd be like, "Okay, the most random thing that they would do is this." What would it be for you? If they just like hung out and just like chilled for an episode. You saw them playing like pool and hanging out in the in the. No, shark we see them hut. play. We see them play pool from time to time. I just like, just like chilling. You know, what just if, like not, not doing anything. What? What if they had to, or they needed this piece of technology, and the only way they can get it in a race against Doctor Paradigm was a bird pod eating racing. contest. Oh, I was gonna say pod racing. Or a that I would totally watch that. <laughs> a what eating totally contest? A burger, a burger eating contest. Uh, Mondo burger, dude. I want a Mondo burger. Me too. That sounded really good. Every, I was every like, time we go to the burger place, I want to go there. I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. All right, All right Liz well, Lemon. Sorry. Um. Well, if we could have anything from Thirty Rock, it would be the cheesy blast. Liz Lemon. Oh. Um, well, that too. Yeah. Did you guys ch- catch the uh, JFK uh, line? I did not. What can you remind me? 
So it was, it was when like the Secret Service guys were after I think Slamu pick, uh, grabbed the president. The Secret Service guys were chasing after and shooting at him, and then one of the C- uh, uh, Secret Service guys was like, uh, "Stop shooting! You'll hit the president." What are you guys, the CIA? Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, is that the uh, Harvey uh, reference to the grassy knoll? And... I believe that's what it was, based on my wow. limited his knowledge of history. Confirmed by actually, it's been confirmed. Yep, just in. It's been confirmed that is a JFK res- uh, reference. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, thank you, Darren Bohannon. Oh, wait, he no, doesn't that's... listen to our podcast, right? No. Oh, excellent. So we no, just he does a correspondent. Uh, we just phone him in sometimes. Yeah, that's right. He's always phoning it in. Yep. Darren, what do you see? It. What are you seeing out there? Oh, he's not answering. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> it's going it raining. raining. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's Thomas. <laughs> the Byzantines are the best. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> you got Brutus. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, moving on. Um. So, as uh, as I think part of what we are doing now is just kind of keeping record of what's happening in the world because when we started this podcast 40 episodes ago 40 weeks ago we didn't know what the coronavirus was and uh we've been through the highs and now we're about to start going back to work um and so slowly but surely things are opening up and they've included sports arenas as uh you know, as essential businesses uh, in some certain sense. So that's the reason why um, some sporting events are happening in Florida, for example. Uh, the UFC staged a fight two weeks ago. Um, WWE is continuing to film events, um, and they're considering more events in Florida. And then they actually just ran a golf tournament. Well, not really a tournament, a charity event on Sunday. Oh, tell um, us more about the golf tournament, David. Well, let me tell you about it. It's the TaylorMade <laughs> Driving Relief. <laughs> it's there. It, it's four top golfers in the top 50. Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy as your world number one. Ricky Fowler and oh Matt God, Wolf. Dude, you have a gun I can borrow. Oh, my yeah. God. Here, no, I'm going to use all of them on me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Rory McIlroy and oh, Dustin God. Johnson played for the United States Nurses Foundation. Ricky Fowler, Matt Wolf played for the CDC, and the winner was Ricky. It was uh, Rory McIlroy. They played it closest to the pin. The very end. It was thrilling. It was a lot of fun. Following up this week is on Memorial Day weekend, which is coming up. Will be the match two, which is a rematch of Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson. Uh, with Tom Brady and uh, uh, Peyton Manning as I actually, partner. I actually kind of do want to see. I don't want to watch it, but I want to see like the highlights. <laughs> yeah, it should be pretty fun. I mean, the the format for them is interesting because the front nine, the first nine holes, um, it's just whoever gets the lowest score that team will win. The second half, the 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 second uh, the, the highest nine score. holes. Where no, highest actually, that would be awesome if they did that, <laughs> but. What they're doing is they're doing alternate shot. So they'll both tee off, and then whatever ball they pick, whoever hit that ball has to take off. Uh, whoever hits the ball, um, his partner ends up hitting from that spot. 
okay. using the same ball. So it's like, for example, if me and Stu were you and I were playing, which and then I would hit a ball, and, and let's and say mine was it. further, so that means that you would have to hit my ball. Mm-hmm. So it's alternate shot. So it kind of will add a little bit more flavor. Uh, to that currently right now tiger woods is paired up with Peyton manning they actually have the highest betting odds they're at 200 uh, they're at two to one um and then tom brady and his partner uh phil mickelson are at a underdog at two to one roughly speaking like one and a half to one so i feel feel like tom brady should have been paired with tiger woods but see that was the thing is because peyton manning got that he won the coin flip he got the Uh, biggest partner so he picked uh, tiger woods got it yeah, I think it would have been a little bit unfair if it was Tom Brady and Tiger Woods because Tom Brady is actually a better golfer oh. than than. What if Peyton Tom Manning. Brady picked Peyton Manning? That would have been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that would have literally been the worst. The massacre, a golf massacre. I, I, I think it would be like, well, uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson finished the hole. Tom and Peyton are still trying to figure out who's driving the cart. <laughs> and uh, yep, this thing is all over, folks. It's all over, um, and the crowd the re- goes wild. Oh wait, no, they don't. There's nobody the there. <laughs> nobody so, goes wild for golf. Yeah. So what? Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving off of golf now. Yeah, moving off of golf. So we started to go, starting to ease back. Unfortunately, movie theaters have still not come back yet. So it's still the to- same top three: The Wretched, How to Build a Girl, and Burnt Orange Heresy. I don't know. These are all IFC movies. Nobody really cares about just yet. Um, so I think maybe end of June, we'll have a box office rundown again. Well, actually, I wanted to bring something up. So in this past sure. week, um, we did actually get a major theater release that was uh, put out on streaming services, uh, which was the Scooby-Doo Scooby movie. Scary. No. Oh. God damn it. There was a Scooby-Doo <laughs> movie. Which you I might be interested that. in, David. Oh, there you go. There you go. He, he watched no, I saw I saw the release. I haven't seen the movie. Sure. Okay. Wink, wink. Is this the uh, is this the orange origin? Yeah. Story. This is the, this is the orange origin like story. Oh, sorry, I couldn't help. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So yeah, that recently came out, and uh, for our listeners in Southern California, particularly the Orange County area, this coming Saturday. We're actually getting a drive-in movie experience, so that's pretty pretty interesting. We don't really have a dedicated drive-in theater spot, but this coming Saturday, uh, the Frida Cinema joining forces with uh, um, I can't remember the other party that's involved with this, but it is located in Fullerton. They are hosting a drive-in movie night, and uh, they will be. Doing, I believe, the Princess Bride, twenty dollars a car. Oh, awesome. Muckenthaler Cultural Center. There. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's twenty dollars a car. Uh, ticketing will be opening tomorrow, twelve p.m. And I don't know when we're going to release this, so I don't know how relevant that's going to be. But uh, yeah, we'll post uh, it on our Facebook several yeah. weeks after, uh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's going to be an interesting experience, you know. Uh, it's going to be a fun little exercise in how we deal with social distancing and how we handle entertainment in a pre-COVID-19 world. And I think this will be a great opportunity to go and support the Frida Cinema, which is and also known for showing The Room. The Room. The that experience. I'm sitting, still sitting on Thousand Plastic Spoons. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I am sitting on only 995 spoons. <laughs> did you run out of spoons in your kitchen or something? Or did you run out well, of Well, they were paper? just sitting there. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's the nearest thing. I got to scoop it out. <laughs> hey, they're, uh, the Frida is actually sponsored by, uh, by Common Thread Collective. That's pretty cool. When yeah. is when is this event again? Uh, is this coming? Yeah, uh, I believe eight fifteen. Doors open at six thirty. Car doors open at six thirty. Oh, Ooh. do you know exactly where it's at? Like, how? What's the venue that they can do a drive-in at? The Muffin Color um, Cultural Center. Yeah, that that place. I'm the not Muffin really sure. Color. <laughs> the Muffin Cultural. The Muffin muck, Color. Muck and is that like Color. The Muff Diver Cultural Center. <laughs> <laughs> in 1999, the Malkenthaler received designation by the National Register of Historical Places. In its 54 years, the Muck produces more than 60 performances, gallery exhibits, festivals, and special events, and more than 3,500 hours of art education classes at the Muck, and in 25 outreach sites, serves more than 41,000 people every year. Thanks. Thanks, PA guy. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I, do, yeah. I, I would i would like to go to that yeah i i would definitely encourage everyone to go especially if you are a fan of just movies in general the frida cinema is a non-profit theater you know they really need all the help they can get it's definitely a theater for movie enthusiasts you know just people who enjoy movies so if you do enjoy movies and what it brings to your life please go and support the frida cinema and uh, go to a drive-in theater because who knows <laughs> how long those oh, yeah. things are going to last. But yeah, hey, we might see a resurgence to be able to see those. Uh, you know, it would be if I could pick somebody to help out with this, I would love to see the Alamo do something like that with the drive-in Ooh, theater. That would be wonderful. That'd be amazing. Right, bring the food yep. and menu. just see what what else they could do with the oh the adult milkshakes. I don't know if it's a drive, if it's drive-in theater. <laughs> Hey, hey, bit. it's no different than a bar, okay? Yeah. You can go get a, drinks at a bar and then go get in your car. So what the fuck's the difference? Uh, the difference is this isn't actually in your car. Yeah, but you're not they driving. It's been parked. Uber. It's Uber. shut off. It's, you're not dri- it's not driving. That's true. Did we already say... Sorry, this is... Keys separate. are in the ignition. Not if you're an, if you're an idiot, they're in the ignition. <laughs> well, you want your battery to die? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How else do you turn on your car if the engine well, isn't running? Wait, actually, you do have to have your you have to have your radio on. So, oh, unless you bring your own radio. Oh, that's true. Or bring headphones? your own radio. Do they have Bluetooth. Bring your own radio. Don't contribute to carbon gas, uh, carbon emissions. emissions. Oxide poisoning. <laughs> that that too. It kills thousands of people of year. I don't know what the actual stat is, but all right, go ahead, Stu. Sorry for interrupting. Is it, did we already make fun of David for trying to like, like let's go see the wretched? And he's like, no. Wait, see the what? The wretched. The wretched. That's the Wait, movie. That that's scary? one of the movies that's out. Oh yeah, well, we did give him shit for that. That's from twenty. That's from twenty nineteen. Well, it's out now. In yeah, David. In the yeah, you place. guys go watch it in theaters. <laughs> what you join us get for our new movie next week? The wretched. You gonna get spooked? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I'm, that... I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, well, join us next week for that's what I call Cinco's spooky edition. <laughs> it's just me, just ah, ah! <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no! Can't wait for October to roll around again. We need to plan out a more spooky uh, schedule. 
Ooh, I know what I'm choosing. The Santa Claus 3. Woo! Is, that, is Tim Allen in that one? one? Wait, didn't no. we want to watch Krampus? I don't think I ever watched that. We can watch Krampus sometime, sure. Yeah, why not? Anyways. Yep. So, uh, all right. So there's no box office rundown for that, but I thought you guys would like to just kind of talk about just current state of uh, movie theaters just in general. So we'll jump straight into our movie of the week for this week. That is Extraction. Who wants to take it away? I, I think it would be a disservice to not have Stu, our resident enthusiasts. That's right. Sue, take it away. Oh, guys, I'm tired. Can we do this another time? I did it last week. <laughs> that was impromptu, but this one makes sense. I don't have yeah. the brain juice for this right now. You never right, have fine. the brain juice. Here, you want you want something? I'll right. deliver it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, former Special Forces operative Tyler Rake. More brain juice. More brain juice. Looking for... <laughs> is out for money in, and... Uh, What's the thing where you did something bad and you want to redeem yourself for it? With redemption. nothing to live for. And looking for redemption in in a bullet that he hopes finds his face. Uh, <laughs> in this action, nonstop action-packed action ride of action uh, where he has to rescue a goofy Indian kid with a silly accent. From the clutches of a vicious uh, crime lord in the streets of India. Or was it one of those other closer countries? I don't know. Whatever. One of those East Asian companies. No. Yeah. Not East Asian. Sorry. What? Uh, you know West what I'm Asian. trying to say. Do people say West Asian? Whatever. Will he make it out? and extract the goofy kid in time. It's two brothers. It's two brothers. <laughs> it's just called extraction. It's just called... There. <laughs> Don't Jordan clap had his... No, Jordan had his blue game. Stu had his lack of My brain, brain juice. juice game. <laughs> delivered. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe tore his Achilles, and hey, Stu delivered. Hit the free That's throws, right. and hit, he hit one free throw. Dude, I do you guys Stu. think you could make an NBA free throw? No. With wait, 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 you mean like with a torn Achilles or just make just one no? Of I'm like in in perfect conditions. <laughs> oh, it, with with no crowd, no Nobody with there, a, right? no with the crowd. Oh hell no. Yeah, I mean, I'll always make fun of those people making those shots from half court, be like, dumbass. But if I were in that position, God, man, I, I don't know what I'd do. You'd be lucky to throw the ball on the same, on the right side of the court. Dude, I, I'd be lucky to even hit the net with the bottom part of the ball. <laughs> Swish. Nope, that sun, it needs to go in the hoop. Maybe like, great. Do I get another no, shot I, at this? I hit the net. I, didn't you hear the sound? It made the sound. If I did it, I would throw, I would shoot Throw as hard up. as i can <laughs> no even better i I'd, I'd shoot it as hard as i can my left arm will fly out of its socket and then <laughs> and i will throw up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and 
then you get the consolation prize. I would would like to. Do I have any time to practice, or just like right now, stand there? No, like right now, you you hung up from the podcast. You walked outside your room, and you're on the free throw line. Yeah, with you you know, with you know, nine other sweaty dudes around you. Some of them talking shit. Not necessarily game, game online. online. No it could be no like time, opening. Time is completely expired from the NBA championship. Oh, and, but no it's like a, the, the refs were like, "Well, there is well, there was a foul, so they got to give you the shot, even though there's no That's time right. on the clock." Uh huh. Down by one with two yep. free throws, you got to hit. Yep. And yeah, and you just got to tie it. And everybody that is a your starters are all hurt on the bench. Yeah, you're playing with third for string some reason. Guys. You, yeah, that's right. And you're just playing with a third string guy. Water boys playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But that's right. You cannot go into overtime. So well, here, here's the play. David misses the first shot. He banks nope. the second one. Misses off the second the one. <laughs> he goes up for the he goes up for the rebound. Then Draymond Green runs and kicks in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get two more free throws. <laughs> And then you just repeat that cycle until you finally make one. <laughs> Although each time you you go to the line, you're gonna be out of pain because you keep getting kicked in the nuts. And no one's gonna call shit on Draymond. I think if, if that was if that was the way it recurring that like you kept going to the free throw line, I, I think I'd be at some point just like, Coach, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Actually, after the initial pain of the, of the first two, where your testicles just explode. They just turned to dust. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to feel pain anymore. Yeah, and then you then it won't distract you, and you can sink right. the free throws. So yeah. it would be four rounds that it would take. Yeah, Draymond Green's going to find us your testicles, dude. <laughs> He's just going to... He Nap. said, and then Thor's gonna show up, and he says, "You should have aimed for the head, and then <laughs> get it, get it." <laughs> that's, the, that's the the one penis joke for this uh, this episode. The one? <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure we've made like six at least. Right. Yeah, and stay so, tuned for since, more. Since uh, Stu pretty much hobbled his way into winning a championship <laughs> on you know giving us a synopsis, Ben, tell us what you thought about this movie. Well, I got to say, I wasn't expecting much, but man, did this let me down. The action wasn't that great, and it had some okay moments, but nothing really <laughs> that stuck out to me. The choreographing was lazy and uninspiring. Quick, 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 Just quick, a bunch of shaky cam shots. <laughs> it's so shaky. I can't even <laughs> together would make something comprehensible. I really can't see myself giving this anything better than a two out of ten. All right, like so, the real review. Yeah, give us the real one now. Oh, okay, okay. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. Okay. I mean, but not only that, but my God, fucking Sly. Holy fuck. He was just trying so hard and he couldn't really deliver on the fun action ideas. He's so fucking old. Like, what the fuck? What movie are you talking about? Yeah, what movie are you watching? Wait, this isn't Rambo Last Blood? <laughs> if this oh, like... my bad. I'm sorry. I'm looking at <laughs> notes for action movies that disappointed me this year. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay, but real talk. It was Rambo last year. Shut up, David. It was funny. (laughs) Eight out of ten. Solid eight out of ten. Maybe even eight and a half. I don't know. 
this um i i do mean that uh i wasn't expecting much you know i i, I truly did mean that i was a bit skeptical of it it's a straight to netflix movie I, it, you know movies like that are a little bit you know shaky for me you know it means that a movie distribution company didn't really want to pick it up because they're kind of scared of it i mean even though it was produced by one of the russo brothers um I think this is the director's first movie. It was the yep. stunt coordinator for the Marvel movies, right? Yeah, uh, and it um, shows. Yeah, it does. It was very. It, it definitely reminded me of it in a good way. Um, it was the stunt double for Captain America too, and uh, hey, that's kind of like um, like uh, I, I don't remember his name, but the director for John Wick, right? He was the uh, stunt double for Keanu Reeves in The Matrix, so. Mm. Yeah, so fun fact there. Um, now, the Marvel movies, in my opinion, didn't really have like the best fight choreography in the world. I mean, they were okay, but it was more kind of supplemental to highlighting the actors, right? They didn't go really hard in it. It was just kind of there, and they had some cool <laughs> moments, but like it, it was mostly just very blurry shots because they didn't really want to capture the actor's face because, you know, it's supposed to be <laughs> all about them looking real nice and all that and they don't want to get them hurt, no, so. nothing in the nothing. face bro nothing in yeah. the face yeah, nothing <laughs> in the maker. face but i will say this like it, i was definitely very 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 surprised by this movie like the action was definitely top notch uh the movie definitely what had me thinking of john wick at times like you said Stu earlier mm-hmm yeah, it, it definitely had some crazy choreography. It was something that I wasn't really anticipating because, you know, the Marvel movies, I was just going to be a whole, whole bunch of shaky cam bullshit. You know, they try to like tape it together and then call it a day. But no, it was, it was very cohesive and comprehensible. And the action, you know, supplemented the story and the tension really, really well. You know, um, I I do think that the story at times kind of slumped especially in regards to that kid that you're talking about. But everything else surrounding that, man, like Chris Hemsworth, Jesus Christ, he fucking delivered. He's so hot right now. He is so fucking hot right now. God damn. He's so, so hot right now. If you told me that someone was going to come around in the year 2020 with like a fucking mix of John Wick and Crocodile Dundee, like, holy <laughs> shit, man, I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But God damn, this movie really delivered. It really did. I... I'm constantly thinking of like some of the action scenes in this movie and how fucking cool it was. I'm like, damn, man. Holy damn. Man. Hell yeah. I, I really like this movie. All right, David, give us your disappointment review. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's great, David. So, yeah, what I, I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I can say that would. that can. I don't know, encompass everything that this movie is. Like, based on the fact that I heard, you know, from several other people that they really enjoyed it. Um, I know that of of recent, a lot of these, like, um, I don't know, not really down on their luck, but kind of just like these tired, uh, like, mercenaries, these guys who are just, like, on their last tour or just, you know, can you know, just kind of running into the, like the situation where they're just like, Oh, I have to, because I have to do this or I have to go rescue somebody or something like that. But I feel like <clears throat> out of all of them that's happened, this one is probably the most closest one to like what you guys were discussing was like John wick, which is kind of like, 
he kind of is reluctant, right? He doesn't, he's not trying to be a hero at the end of the day, right? He's just trying to get the, the job done. But at the same time, it, a lot of the scenes that you guys are talking about, like the reason why they feel so core, they feel so great or they're so, they're very engrossing is mostly to the fact that you can see that he's a train, like he's a trained killer. Like he's a, a train, he's had lots and lots of training, but at the same time, he's just tired, right? He's on his last legs. Like he's like, I don't know what else I'm going to, what I'm going to do. And it's like, Oh, I kind of have to do this cause I need the money. Right. And you know, being challenged with that, it's really hard to be able to kind of portray that without constantly having to add a lot of dialogue and you don't need to, right? They don't, he was able to capture that sentiment throughout the entire movie that it's just kind of like crap just keeps happening, right? Things keep going wrong and he's just kind of like, well, crap, I got to wing this again. Why doesn't anything seem to be going right? And you kind of get a, it, you kind of get a peek a little bit of like the reason why he is the way he is. And so I was really glad that we were able to kind of see snippets of it, that it wasn't like overbearing, like, like, oh, this is how his story happened. It's like, you know, half an hour worth of just dialogue and just backstory and all that (laughs) stuff. But you kind of get peppered with it just enough to be able to make sense why he made certain decisions that, you know, doing certain things with obviously without giving away like what the movie's about. So for me, I give it a nine out of 10 for in terms of like action movies, if it's not just like, a lot of times they run into the problem of action movies are just a lot of unnecessary violence. We're just like, yeah, we, it's really cool to be able to kind of see like, oh, that's what the what they're doing and stuff like that. But sometimes the situations that they're being placed in just don't make sense. I feel like this is very possible, very real. And just like if that was to happen out in, in the streets and seeing them like fighting and stuff like that. So for me that the realism helped dial it up. The story was great. Um, and I'll leave some of the other stuff for the spoiler zone. What about you, Stu? Uh, yeah, uh, I totally, uh, psyched you guys out. I thought this movie kind of sucked. Like when I first saw it. <laughs> oh, me too. Thank God. Oh, phew. I thought you were going to be mad at me. So back to my two out of 10. Rank. Okay. <laughs> no, but I was, I was, when I, I remember the night I, I watched it the first time I was like, I was like, I don't know. I I kind of saw something about it, but I had heard. I think a similar movie had come out with Mark Wahlberg a few months ago. Not not similar, but like a similar type of action movie, and it didn't get very good reviews. And I never saw it, and I was kind of nervous that like when I started playing, it's like, is this gonna be the same thing? Well, it's Chris Hemsworth, and let's try it. Um, but man, I was pleasantly surprised, and kind of like how when I first saw, went to go see John Wick the first time, I didn't know what it was going to be about. So I kind of walked into a blind. Um, so this one, yeah, definitely was surprising uh, for me. Um, all, all of the action was, was great. Like it was very um, true to true to life type stuff. All, you know, and I'm sure, you know, some of the stuff is a little like for, got to make it like, you got to punch it up for movies, but still there was a lot of the stuff was based in, um, you know, real tactics and stuff like that. So um I thought it was great. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth did a great job. Um, I haven't looked in to see uh, how, like, if he did like, you know, Keanu Reeves style training, but I imagine he had to have to pull that kind of stuff off uh, as cleanly as he did, uh, especially with the way they shot a lot of the, the sequences. Um, so yeah, and you know, if this is uh, 
post MCU Chris Hemsworth. Well, I guess not necessarily post MCU Chris Hemsworth, but man, I've, I'm looking forward to a lot more of things like this from him. So uh, I give it a nine out of 10. Ooh. Does this give you guys more faith to direct to like Netflix movies? Like I, I know that we all saw the Irishman. Um, we thought it was pretty well done. It's a little bit on the longer side, but I feel like a lot of these movies kind of like what we were discussing previously last week, um, about Amazon possibly purchasing AMC. Um, does, do you guys feel like now at this point direct to, to consumer streaming movies, these movies are now legitimized? I think this gives me a more hope for them. I don't know if it completely legitimizes them, but yeah, this definitely gives me a lot more hope. I have seen a few, uh, straight to Netflix movies, you know, movies that uh, they didn't really get any good deals with distributors, so they just ended up on Netflix, you know, like uh, that the recent Cloverfield movie or something. You know, those movies, it definitely showed that, yeah, I, I could see why no one won't really want to pick this up. It's horseshit. Uh, this movie, however, I can't really imagine why no one would want to pick it up or anything. Idiots. It, 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 I know it, it seemed pretty good and I was a little scared because I saw some of the reviews before going into it. I'm like, oh man, I'm kind of scared about this, but going into it, I can wholeheartedly say that this is, you know, this is writing up on maybe even John Wick, you know, I, I don't know. Like it, it's definitely up there. Do you guys feel like the stigma for most like yeah, movie critics is still there that direct them direct to, you know, streaming mm -hmm. Is kind of just like, eh, it wasn't good enough to, to get picked up for, for wide release. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But we aren't like that, right? Because we're paid directly by Amazon. I, I mean, sponsored by I mean, Netflix. Netflix. I mean, Hulu. I mean. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> All right, so moving straight into the spoiler zone, sponsored by Voodoo. Um, <laughs> okay. What's so another one? What's another one? <laughs> PlayStation movies or. What? I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. All right. Well, let's jump straight into the, the spoiler zone because I there's so much stuff I wanted. This to is like about, the so. first actual spoiler zone we've done in a while. I know. I know because most people probably haven't seen this. So all right. Well, let's right. suit up. Come on. All right. Come on. Arms up. Let's go. Dang it. You got to get sprayed down, don't you? Disinfect. Yeah. All right. Get to make sure all the coronas is off of us. All right. Name. <clears throat> I said name. David. All right, last name. <laughs> Chen. Current time is 1900. Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what is that miss? Stop spraying. Your... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess you have to do this without me. I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we're running a little bit short on time. Just in general, if you got into this part, go see the movie. If you don't, if you know, if you want to hear some spoilers, then stick around. Um, Stu, uh, we'll just jump straight into it. What were your, some of your favorite uh, favorite parts of this movie? All right, so I think we can all agree that the continuous action sequences were fucking radical. Oh, awesome! And I, I hope, and I think, and I hope that because of the success of this and the success of uh, what was the other movie that had it uh, recently? 1917. Oh, 1917. I hope we start to see this more um, because I think 
something about the continuous continuous shots just like i don't know it just makes it so much better um, yeah, i mean a lot of thought has to go into it that's the yeah, thing you, a lot know, of, you can't just like slap it together and hope it yeah. works no you have to do everything right because the audience right. you know will notice immediately that hey right. you're doing a, a continuous action shot i'm you know paying attention yeah. to every single little detail that's going on and making okay. sure that this whole thing makes sense in a right. flow yeah and that's why i think like the amount of work that chris hemsworth had to do like training for this it had to be had to be a lot and that and i just appreciate the effort that goes into it not just from the actor but from everyone else involved yeah um to 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 obviously some of the scenes are like kind of like they're cleverly kind of put together as if they're continuous but you know still it it's it still works um, yeah i mean how many kids do you think chris hemsworth had to beat up you know to get in that, <laughs> in that shape <laughs> Man, he was just probably just body slamming kids every day for eight God, hours. God, I, I don't know how many times I rewound that part, but man. <laughs> Dude, like, that slap was so firm and decisive, and there was discipline and, and disappointment that was being... You could feel every fight, just like every skin cell that was transferred from his hand to the kid's face. I literally, it was just like, he didn't just slap him. He slapped his kids' kids. <laughs> he Damn. slapped the curry right out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in that region of uh, oh, India, Chico Masala, don't, don't... I don't. It's actually more of Mumbai cuisine. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, all right, uh, what but, about uh, you, Ben? Wait, oh, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, to... All right, it's my turn. Okay. Okay. Hey, fine. David's uh, my turn. Uh, okay, go. I don't care. Let's go. All right, Stu, go ahead. I, I'm I got done. him for you. I'm done. I already muted him. You muted me? No, Ben. Oh. No, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay. I'll All circle right. back to it, but you can go ahead. All right, <laughs> All right Ben, go. <laughs> I will say that my favorite scene was definitely that, uh, that, that first really long take with the car chase inside. Um... Wait, no, it was the car chase alongside that hunt inside of that, um, what, the what was that, apartment complex? Apartment or, complex, building, something? Yeah, that, that scene was just so fucking tense. It was like, you know, it, it was like this hunt, and you knew, like, something was going to happen, and you didn't know when, but they took their time, you know? They really just made it so fucking tense, and then just out and, you know just when you think you're safe, you know, that nothing's going to happen. Chris Hemsworth just comes out of nowhere and just starts off that action. You know, it was something that really uh, accentuated like the rest of the action for the movie, you know, it was just so raw and visceral. And then what I really liked about it was how he got into that fight with, uh, shit. What's his name? Saju. Saju. Yeah. Saju. That whole fucking sequence was beautiful. Like one of my whole gripes with Marvel movies is how, perfect everything is including the action scenes you know there's there's so many fucking times like um excluding the city battles in avengers one and two that somehow you know they end up in this perfect situation for like a one-on-one -on -one fight you know or not <laughs> yeah. even a one-on-one -on -one fight but just like 
you know, oh, there's no civilians or anything. Yeah, it's completely no bystanders. Dead. Yeah, no bystanders. Uh, you know, Captain America, Civil War. They're at a, you know, oh, yeah, they evacuated the airport. airport. Now we have this whole place to, like, fucking trash or something. Or fucking, <laughs> you know, Black Panther. Oh, look, we went down into the mines of uh, Wakanda. Now we can have this one-on-one fight. Or fucking Captain America, Winter Soldier. Oh, look, we're in this crowded New York area. But just you and me, Winter Soldier. It's always like that. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Come on. It, it's a little unbelievable. And I, I know it's fucking superheroes, but come on man like there has to be some sort of realism attached to it and this did it this did it perfectly you know they get into this fight in downtown right they're going at it and it's beautifully choreographed but at the same fucking time there are just fucking people driving through <laughs> and they're like hey i don't know what the fuck you guys are doing but i got shit to deliver you know? just what, like, dude you see those guys fighting back there <laughs> yeah i know no there's this guy don't stop the curl get cold I know the the fucking guy was on a moped and he just like drives in the middle of them while they're having a fucking knife fight, and then later on, you know, they're still going at it, and you know, some guys like, okay, I'm tired of waiting for this shit, and he just plows into Chris. (laughs) It was fucking perfect, and then Saju gets the same shit from Chris Hemsworth. It was amazing. I love that fucking scene, and that's the best part. Like, even though that was my favorite action scene. It was that by like a tiny hair. There are so many <laughs> yeah. fucking sequences in this movie that I could talk about that were fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. One I don't of, want to take up too much time though. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of that particular fight was, as you were mentioned with all the people around, is yeah. that at one point Chris Hemsworth is about to like throw a, a knife strike at Saju, yeah. but he has to stop because the guy on the moped goes by. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys were talking about the reason why you guys enjoy 1917 so much is that continuity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You guys mentioned about there was that part where um, where they were talking about the dog, right? Uh, uh, where they mentioned – Oh, right. They were like, yeah, yeah, they, when they were like, driving away, there's like there, correct, some guy correct. just happened to mention it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that continuity that kind of ties – that those, those are those details that I feel like – those are, those are the things that stitch the entire movie together, right? The fact that he had to stop halfway because he's like, well, this guy's not a part of this, you know, this fight that I'm having. So I'm going to let this guy go by and then we're going to go back at it, right? It's like it wasn't done as like a comedic pause. It was just more of just like this is how hectic this world is for everybody mm-hmm. in general. And the fact that some people just can't stop for it, right? And they, yep. they, you know, this would be something that would actually happen in real life, right? Like. We talk about mom mentality. We talk about just innocent bystander mentality as well, right? Where you see people getting beat up in the street. Who's there to help him, right? Nobody's there to help him. They're like, whoa, this guy's injured or anything like that. They're just like, whoa, stay away. I think, if I, saw, doing. I think if I saw like two secret agent looking guys at having a knife fight, I, I think I'd leave them to their own devices. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely ain't getting involved in this. I, um, yeah. All right, so you know, since we're running out of time, I just want to jump to the one question I have for the both of you. Uh-huh. Is he alive? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ovi is fucking alive. He, he was swimming at the end of the movie, you dumb fuck. No. <laughs> Tyler. Rake. Is Rake alive? He's alive. Is that Rake at the end? He's alive. <clears throat> Man, the, that's, that's tough. I, that is tough. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. So the shape looks like him. The idea of him being there is also very, it's, it's great. Um, so I actually read a article that said that they left it super ambiguous because they tested both endings 
they had an ending where he passes mm-hmm. away, and there's another ending where he lives. And they couldn't decide, so they did one in between, which is the one that we have now, which leaves it up to question. So I guess, do you feel like that's a cop-out? Because they're, they're, this movie, they're hoping does so well that they might be able to get another sequel, that may, might be able to get a sequel out of it? Squeakle? Squeakle? I think, yeah, I think one of the challenges probably for these uh, Netflix-type movies is that they don't know how well it's going to do to like try to plan for another one. Kind of if I, I, I always go back to uh, Narcos where they like, it was a really oh, great first, first season. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. season was awesome, but they like, they didn't re- know if they were going to get picked up for another one. So they, they kind of like blew their load on the first one. And then second and the subsequent seasons were kind of like, I mean, there was, I mean, still good, but it just wasn't, I don't think we're as good as the first one. What? You don't want to watch about the Car- Cali cartel. I mean, I did watch it, but I mean, I'm just saying like the first one was like, they, they kind of like blasted through Pablo Escobar and then they kind of like, oh shit, we got another season and we kind of already told the whole story. Uh, Stretch this one out. (laughs) And they're like, uh, we wasted the entire premise of this in the first season. What do we do now? Yeah. But I think this probably had a similar thing where it's like, they didn't know if like, if it was going to be good enough to get like a sequel. So they kind of kind of plant try to split the split the difference and try to like you know maybe if this is a good enough ending if it's the last one if this is it or maybe there's another one so do you think there's an do you think it was required for tyler rake to live for there to be a sequel i would think so i don't know if i'd want to watch uh, i don't think you can get someone attached an audience attached to his a character like that well, and you're then telling just... me you're not attached to reduce scar jai wasla who the hell he was is that pretty cool. oh he played Ovi. Oh, he what cool. is he going to become super oh, secret? Super, yeah, super I was actually operative? Kind of I was saddened by the fact that Randy of uh, San Saju is dead. Yeah, he was pretty fucking badass. Yeah. I know, I dude. Really- in that kind of like, uh, for me, it was reminiscent of uh, the last Lord, the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, mm-hmm. where this is the first one, where uh, uh, Sean Bean's character um, is the first one, and then he's like. Yeah. No matter how many arrows they put into him, he's yeah. still swinging away. I'm like, oh my god! I was like, dude, he's gonna live. He's gonna live. It's good, and he's dead. Saju, like, no. I know, yeah. dude. Chaka, no. Chaka, dude. He had such a cool last stand too, though. Like yeah. that fucking desperation shot of him crawling away and just shooting randomly. Holy fuck, that was so <laughs> fucking cool. Oh my fucking god. Oh man, that was yeah. that was that was heartbreaking. So was, if yeah. they had let him live, I think whether could, or not Chris Hemsworth's in it, you I could survive we're... a headshot, right? You could uh, survive uh, your brains being blown out where they, where, the back of your where, head. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You're the gun expert. You tell me. No, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. As Chris Hemsworth, like pulling his blood back. Into yeah, his head. He's trying cramming his brains back into his head. We It'll be okay. This. We can fix this. So, based on your guys' reaction, I'm assuming you guys would like to see a second one. Oh, definitely. I would like to see a second one for sure. Yeah. If you guys were to write it, what would the premise be? Right? The bad guy, the, the, the drug lord who captured him already um, is dead. Right? How about this? We're in the spoiler zone. It's already over. So okay. So, how about this? Here's my idea. I just, it just came to me. Uh, so, the, the, drug, the, bad, the big bad guy and his little henchman there. Okay. They, uh, oh wait, no, wait, he's dead. 
I forgot. Okay, no, so the, the little henchman. The second guy, yeah. The, so up and comer, the up and comer that shot uh, Tyler in the neck. Uh, he he becomes the 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 guy. He becomes a big no, bad. The guy who shot him in the neck was the general. The general. No, was no that was the kid. That was the kid from the oh, chopped his finger okay, off. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Um, he uh he becomes the big bad, and then they somehow get a hold of the the hot Indian uh lady, uh who's in charge of Tyler. Nick. What's her name? Nick. Oh, yeah, they 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 get a hold of her, and he has to go extract her now. Mm-hmm. And then graphic nudity, graphic sex scene, roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I think he's right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so if that were to happen, you know, you heard it here first on the Dose and Half Cinco's podcast, episode yep. forty. The time is eight oh seven on May eighteenth, two thousand twenty. Stew. Broke get, news first. Yep, I got all the credit. I get all the credit. This is my idea. Wait, wait, this is wait, my wait. IP. All right, all right, go, go, go. I said gratuitous nudity. <laughs> wait, but I said the gratuitous. <laughs> okay, how about this? Fucking prequel. Adventures oh. of Chris Hemsworth and David Harbor. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, fucking David mm-hmm. Harbor. What the? Why? Man, I was so excited to see him too because he was so good too. Holy Actually, why did you know what? That, me? that would be such a cool movie. Mm-hmm. I want. I wanted to see more David Harbor, and I'm sad I was that watching. he got done in by a 14 year old. Well, he kind of asked. Well, for he kind of. Well, he also kind of went soft, right? I mean, he was just like, you know, I'm kind of out of the game. I don't really do this thing anymore. Yeah, that's why you gotta always watch it back. Right, watch your back. Yeah, but I, I was watching. Uh, I was watching this with uh, with my girlfriend, and uh, she was like, uh, "The guy Stranger from uh, Hopper. Yeah, Stranger Things, <laughs> Hopper." Hopper, why? And I was like, "It's his name starts with a D, uh, Hopper." And he goes, "She did, she was like, that doesn't start with a D." And I was like, I "It's I Dennis. Know why. Is it Dennis Hopper? No, that's Is it Dennis actor. Hopper. That's an actor." <laughs> uh, yeah, Hopper. I don't Jim know. Hopper. Clayton Clayton Jim. Hopper. It's Jim. God damn. No, I'm pretty oh, sure it's Clayton. Oh, it's Hopper. <laughs> Hopper, Clayton. Hopper, Hopper, Hopper. Your name and is Hopper. Hopper. Actually, he's like he's like Prince or Madonna. It's only okay. One it's word. just Hopper. It's Hopper. Okay. Um. So I guess I don't know. We're kind of low on time, but I wrote out this thing, and I really wanted to touch on it because mm-hmm. I spent so much time on it. But all right, go. Um. So in a, one of my my favorite parts of the movie, um, actually, I think my favorite part was during that um whole apartment complex search. Um, there is a sequence where uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, or Tyler Tyler Rake gets involved in some CQC action uh, against the yeah CQC against uh, the, for those uninitiated yeah. CQC close quarters combat um, with the local police and uh, or the you know I don't know if they're like I'm sure they're corrupt but whatever the police and uh, he punches one of them with like the gun and then he racks a slide to shoot the other guy oh that was yeah. um. And oh, I thought that was, that was so. That was just like as like a, a gun so guy. That was like, I, I appreciate those types of details being shown in in film because that kind of stuff they always kind of it's always kind of glossed over. Like yeah, he's got infinite ammo. The gun always works. Blah blah blah. Um, but I was a little confused because it happened so fast as to why he needed to do that. So I um, for like for that. those, uh, so I went back and rewatched it several times. Just for um, audiences, uh, 
you know, mm-hmm. enjoyment so that way you could explain it for them. Yeah, exactly. So in case anyone was wondering about this scene, because I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so what happens was, is as he shoots uh, the cop after, he, so he, like, he punches him, one of them with like the gun, if you remember, like he punches him in the neck mm-hmm. and exactly. then he takes it and he moves, moves to shoot the other guy, but the other guy grabbed hold of it, grabbed hold of his gun, but he still shot him. Um, so what happens there is that because he had a hold of it, the slide, uh, it probably didn't cycle all the way. So it probably had a failure, failure to feed the bullet or a failure, failure to extract the, uh, the one he just shot. So he uses his vest to rack the slide, to eject the round that was stuck. And then he continues to fuck shit up right after that. Oh my God. He used it to extract the book. Extraction. Oh my God. (laughs) He said the name of the movie in the movie. He Honestly, Stu, that I think that'd be really cool if we could, if there's a way for us to do a play by play and have you explain it as it's happening. Yeah. I'll I'll lend you my tablet. And then he runs right. over here. The, the tight end runs over here and boom, <laughs> tough, tough action to action. Boom. Uh, but um, yeah, boom. Um, but actually as a result of watching this scene so many times, I started to get a little worried because I was, I started counting his bullets. I'm like, wait a minute. He's shooting quite a bit. Yeah. He's, he's shooting quite a bit in this scene. And it it would be it would be really disappointing if they put all this detail into it and then just gave him infinite ammo. Um, so I did actually sit there and count the shots uh, between the, the scenes that uh, he did the math. He did the math. I did the math uh, from the start of when uh, you first it comes back from Avi um, and he like shoots he shoots one guy and that's where I started counting. So uh, and it does check out from what I've Ooh. seen. I believe he's carrying, uh, if he's carrying a Glock 17 that holds 18 rounds plus one in the chambers, that's 19 rounds. And he either fired 18 or 19 times. So, man, I don't good. know what those numbers mean, but that sounds impressive. Yep. Well, thank you for breaking that down. I guess uh, we might have to create just a special segment anytime we do any of these action movies. For yeah, us. something I can latch on to and, and really get down deep into. Yeah. So, well, it sounds like you guys would be more than happy to see a sequel, uh, especially the Stu variant. I would oh. be interested in watching it. What, Ben? No, that was me. Oh, what so about bad. this? Wait, no, alternate alternate sequel. Uh, <laughs> John Wick, Tyler Rake crossover. Ooh. <laughs> I would not be. I think that's that. a winner. That's a right. winner. John Wick versus Actually, Tyler oh, Rake. Oh, oh. No, no. What'd be really, really good in is space. Is, what? <laughs> Nothing. No, what they should do is they should do a crossover, but then they each shoot their own movie from their perspective. Oh mm. my god, that'd be so sick, right? Can you imagine? Like you, you start at one point, right, and then it's like you follow you... John Wick from the very beginning, and then it hits a certain point. They cross over, and then you you still follow John Wick, but it completes the story however it ends. Yeah, um, who's the bad guy? Who's the protagonist? Who's the antagonist? And then you have the third movie where it takes both of their perspectives into account at the very end of both of those two movies, merges them into one, and realize they have a common enemy, and it's Tyler Rake teamed up with John Wick against this common foe. And it's common! Common? Common? <laughs> He's back again. Kurt, uh, what, professional courtesy. Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you um, make him a fob? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Why? A professional courtesy. 
I you just, just like have a fucking spinner in your room that you just spin <laughs> to see what kind of accent you put on. Yeah, except for all the slices of the pie all say <laughs> Chinese accent. <laughs> Which one not? Would I pick? Except a for the except for the one that says bad Irish accent. Or... <laughs> You'll buy now. It's like the bankrupt uh, bankrupt and wheel of fortune. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I feel like we've we've uh, extended this one quite quite a bit. So we're gonna jump out of the spoiler zone, guys. What movie are we watching this week? I know that uh, Ben, you had some ideas. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless you guys have some ideas, I think I I would vote to do this. Uh, now that's what I call Cinco segment. All right. Okay. All right. So, what kind of category do we want to start off with? Horror. Horror. Wow. Everyone said horror. Wow. Even David, right? Yeah, I love horror. Okay. I love horror. I I love the scary movie. What? (laughs) That doesn't sound like me at all. Okay. So, scary movie. Who wants to say that movie first? Scary movie two. Three. That's not. No, those aren't scary. No, horror movie. Not scary. No, I call that scary movie. No, that's what I call scary movie no we're not no no all right scary movie one it is we're not doing any of the scary movies we're not doing scream as much as i would like to do scary movie three (laughs) i i would too trust me i would too (laughs) but we'll save that for that that's what i call cinco's comedy special all right well then hit me with uh scary movie Wait, what was the movie that you guys saw? Ooh, how about there was a one that there's one that I never saw that I'm supposed to have seen. Um, Wretched. No, no, no. Um, it's smart. No, it it's a uh, fuck. Well, it's uh, okay. what's his name? Lighthouse. Key and Peele. Uh, oh, oh, get out! Uh, get out! Yeah. What? Oh, you, you haven't seen that? No, you haven't seen that. Wow. Nope. Okay. I, I haven't seen us. Okay, let's watch us then. I haven't seen it either. Okay. I know Ben doesn't like it. No, but, but I, out of the two, I think Get Out would probably be a better movie. Yeah, I got. I, well, I like Get Out a lot more. Doesn't he have another one coming out? Uh, this is Us. No, that's a TV show. You dumb fuck. <laughs> no, I know that. It's super scary <laughs> no, seeing what real life in oh, in suburban uh, in suburban USA looks like, because we're all players. Wow. Although I want to watch something that's really that will make David like really scared. Like yeah, so I have a suggestion. So for this okay. segment, we could take turns for three weeks and have one of us choose a movie in that category for a total of three weeks for this volume, or we all vote for a single movie for this collection, and just have that be the movie representative of that category. I mean, we can play with it, and we'll pick one and see how it goes, I guess. Okay, well, if that's the case, then for this one, let's just have one of us randomly choose a movie, then. The Platform. That's not a horror movie. God damn it. Okay, one of uh, Okay, you, me, and Stu. You, me, Stu. Choose me. <laughs> yeah, David's going to pick, like, uh, I don't know, Ernest goes to, goes to camp. <laughs> he goes to spooky camp. <laughs> Ernest goes uh, to the graveyard. Ernest doesn't go to the graveyard. <laughs> the Scooby Doo one where they get he's got the scary guy and uh, uh, Scoob. 
No. Oh, you know what? There's not. one I haven't watched. Uh, I think it's on Netflix called The Ritual. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Is that something you think would really scare the shit out of David? Or do you want to choose a different one? One from the to... back catalog that you think have... would really scare the shit out of David. Oh, that's tough. Um... That is, isn't it? David, you want to be saving the Hunger, show. Hunger, Ga- Hunger Games is probably Hunger the Games. scariest movie. Uh, because An- the most angry scary... <laughs> it's so scary how good it is. Oh, man. This is tough. Uh, Drag me to hell. Um, the thing. All right, you guys are running out of time. Uh, um, those are my two picks. I don't know. Fuck. What do you say? Uh, the orphanage. Um, uh, fucking man, this is hard Pan. to do on the spot. Pan's labyrinth. I need to put some thought in this. I don't know if I can just come up. I've come up with well, one on the spot. I'm not gonna put one up, so you guys have to on the spot. Okay, fine. We're gonna do. Okay, I'll choose for this week, and then Stu, you can choose for next week. All right, let's do that. Okay. We are going to do, since this is more relevant, kind of, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Okie dokie. Okay. <laughs> David's like, I, guys, I quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got well, something to do for the yeah. next few months. <laughs> I guess we never uh, review movies ever again. We stopped at 40. <laughs> <laughs> Okie okay. dokie, Dr. Jones. All right. All right, what? Hold on to your potato. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, join us next week. We'll be covering Drag Me to Hell uh, <laughs> as part of our new segment. I'm so excited. Cinco, Game Time Vision, Sock Knuck. Oh, sorry. Um, make sure to catch us uh, this week. Also, wanted to, uh, by the time this probably gets released, I uh, just want to say a early happy birthday to our uh, one of our listeners, Keith Burunday. That birthday will be on Thursday, so um, we might do something special for the uh, on the uh, live stream. I haven't decided yet; we haven't figured it out, but we'll talk about it. So, um, make sure to join us next week. We'll be covering "Drag Me to Hell," and then we'll get to see what Stu, which movie Stu thinks will scare me. Uh, which will probably be all of them. So there's not much <laughs> mystery in that. Um, make sure to catch us on all of your favorite social media outlets, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, especially. Make sure to like and subscribe to the video. Let us drop a comment in there and let us know how we're doing and what else you'd like to see us covered, as well as uh, you know what we've been doing every week, which is you know uh, the Twitch stream. Uh, this week we'll probably be doing, I don't know, what do you guys want to do? We're doing Broforce again? I guess we got to give Joe what he wants. Yeah, I know. We're, we we've been we completed. I know for all of you who are screaming for Gauntlet, we finished it. All right, we're done. We're gonna move on. All right, biggest Gauntlet streamers retiring. Yep. For now, on top. Um. Yep. On top. So, uh, make sure to catch us there on Thursday at seven. Uh, catch us on all your favorite social media outlets as well. Um. As always, I've been your host, David. I'm, I'm Stuart. Nope, I said it first. Oh, I did. <laughs> it was me. I did it because I'm stupid. I'll I'll be editing this and I will just cut this part out completely. All right, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) I guess Ben wasn't on this podcast, so. All right, right, right. don't forget to tip your Reiki Masters. Make sure to try to stay safe, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.